Welcome to Big Blend Radio's Soul Diving Sunday Show, featuring transformational life coach Shelly Wizen and your hosts, Lisa and Nancy. Welcome, everybody. Today we are talking about the power of gratitude. After all, it is November. We think about Thanksgiving and all of those holidays, but it is really a good reminder. Um, you know, of course, you know, Thanksgiving here in America has some interesting history and some positive summer. We don't want to get into that, but, um, regardless, gratitude is something to be thought about and, uh, actually practice every day. Uh, Shelly Wizen has a wonderful article about this up on blendradioandtv.com. And of course, we're going to have that link in the show notes as well as Shelly's website, shellywizen.com. So welcome back, Shelly. How are you? Thank you, Lisa. I'm good. I'm good. I'm actually feeling quite grateful right now. So, yeah. Well, good. Grateful is gratitude. All yeah. of that is fantastic. And I'm so glad we're talking about this. We're going to talk about um, some of the science about it as you cover in your article and some ways to get started. Um, but I do want to share with you a little story. Um, you know, Nancy and I just traveled across country and uh, went from North Carolina to Arizona. We're in Tucson right now. Mm. And of course, you know, driving across the great state of Texas. Uh, I mean, it was, it was a fast, long drive. Yeah. Um, yeah. Truly fast, long drive. But I was thinking of you because you always talk about this. And, and quite frankly, when we get on the road, and I think this tunes into holiday season as we all start driving to fa- friends and family for gatherings that um, we could get a little aggro at each other and a little bit of, you know, road rage hits off like, you know, and it's true. And, and I'm, I have choice words, you know, I know how to do those. And, but then I remember you going, you know, uh, people are being human and somebody cut me off and I saw he was going to cut me off because I'm, I'm pretty good at this driving. It's kind of something I do all the time. And I saw it was going to happen. And instead of immediately having that, reaction of let me give you some of my favorite words I was like he's coming let me move over and I moved over he he realized it he fixed it I fixed it back we were all back on the road normal fine happy safe I thought now that was being human my blood pressure didn't go up I felt like I was being an adult (laughs) instead of child and then um, we had to pull over because I quickly had to do some work and I was very grateful because um, the internet worked um, at a rest area. <laughs> Quickly get this up for the radio show of the day and all that. And I was sitting there going, gosh, I wish I didn't have to do that. At, you know, but I thought, hey, this is really cool. Change the mindset. Be grateful that you can and did and that you took a break from the road. And we watched some squirrels and birds. So I was grateful. But here's the real gratitude. This is all within the same hour, two hours. Get back on the road. And if we had not stopped, the high probability of us being in a major, major wreck could have happened. So, you know, first you get all crabby, like, oh, I have to pull over and do work. Then I had to change mindset. Thank you to you and your gratitude. And um, there was a major two, two accidents on top of in one, like within 500 feet of. And um, what was a seven minute wait turned into a few hours. And so I thought, you know, um, let's be grateful that we're really alive. How about that? That's a good so one. So there you go. So some Shelly wisdoms there. That's so a good now we, one. 
And by the way, we had a really good sandwich that was yummy, delicious at the rest area oh, too. So I'm just saying, I had to bring that word in. So yeah, so some, some just you know, real life things about changing mindset. Yeah, changing mindset. I, I'm learning that more and more and more. Sometimes in the morning, I wake up. I've been waking up quite early, like four thirty, four o'clock. I'm not yeah. really sure why, but my mind starts to go. And then I start listening to some meditations and some of them are on gratitude. And when I do that, I, I just feel grateful to have the experience to even be able to wake up. How about that? Yeah. Just to be able to wake up as a human being and, and greet the day with a sense of gratitude and that my body's working, that I'm in a bed that I love my pillows, I love my bed, it's so comfy, cozy, that, you know, I I have a phone that I can listen to a meditation, that I have that ability to calm myself. I'm so grateful for that because there was a time where I thought maybe I would just either be depressed all, my whole life because my mother was depressed, right? Mm. And that it was passed on and that it would just keep passing on. And I was determined not to be that way in my life. Mm. And, but there, when you're in it and in that painful part, you're not really sure how to get out of it all the time. Mm. You don't have a good mentor or coach or somebody to mm-hmm. hold your hand and borrow their belief in you. You know, sometimes yeah. we lose that kind of belief in ourselves. I feel so grateful, Lisa, just to be able to dive into these subjects especially in the day that we're living, you know, just to dive in, to be grateful for my family, for my friends, for you, for mm-hmm. being able to have these kind of conversations. I mean, we we don't often get to have these kind of conversations in our lives, you know? Right, so it's to too able, busy. Yeah. So to be able to take the time, dive in, into our own sense of beingness, into our own human experience, share that with each other, build on the love and build on the joy and build on the the yummy, delicious part of life. Of course, you're going to have yucky and not yummy, delicious, yucky, icky Mm. experiences. We're going to have those because you can't have one without the other. It doesn't work that way. But I think it's really important we touch on that because and go into the science of this. Um, I think, you know, I I, uh, belong to a Facebook group, uh, the Gratitude Club. Uh, put together by uh, singer-songwriter Johnny Schaefer. And I have to admit, and this is true, like when 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 the caca stuff is happening, right, that's the least time I want to play gratitude. I want to always just go, oh, here's my five. We put in five things a day. And most of the time, mine is always the same. I'm happy to be around animals, my friends, whether it's Zoom or phone or Facebook or whatever. Um, in person is always great. Music, nature, you know, it's all that same thing. But, and that's okay. Like my friend Steve Schneider says, Lisa, you're allowed to be grateful about the same things every day. But when things get caca, I'm like, well, I can't be gratitude because I'm, I'm huffy puffy about this. But that's why I brought up about that driver getting into my lane. I could see him coming. I was like, let him be human and let me move because I can. Right. And if I'd got all huffy puffy about it, that would have sat with me. For at least five minutes, right? At Come least. on, think about it. You at still least. swear at him. You give at him the least. finger. Does that or don't do that these days? You can get shot. But yeah, you know, and yeah. it doesn't. And, and when you're saying allow people to be human, so 
you know, and I think the holiday season for some people, it's a depressing time. Maybe yes. you've lost somebody. Um, obviously yes. there's wars going around the world. So everybody's feeling on edge. Um, there's a, it, look, life is just not the bowl of roses, right? But to be gratitude, have that gratefulness and that gratitude is huge. And I want to just bring in that being human thing because, um, sometimes we have our family gatherings and there's always that, I always say Uncle Joe, there's a lot of good Joes out there that are uncles, but I always just kind of use that, you know, there's like, oh, here comes drunk Uncle Joe who says all those jokes that we really are not what we should be saying at the table, but it happens. So now I'm kind of thinking maybe we should be grateful that he's there because who are you going to say, oh, there's Uncle Joe. When Uncle Joe is gone, you're going to miss that space of crusty Uncle Joe at the table saying things he shouldn't, you know what I mean? And yeah allow him to be human who he is. And I think we get so caught up. I know I'm annoying because I'm Virgo. So I get like, ying, 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 let's make it perfect. It doesn't work that way. Mm-hmm. I'm learning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you, you, you spoke about the science of gratitude and, and here's what happens. Every thought we think secretes a particular chemical in the body. Hmm. Now, if we're thinking thoughts of gratitude, what gets triggered? The dopamine button, which is the pleasure. The uh, serotonin gets released. Dopamine gets released. There's there's a sense of reward. When we uh-huh. feel grateful, we're feeling a sense of well-being. We're feeling okay. We're feeling good about ourselves. We're feeling grateful. That's such a good word to describe a feeling and a human sensation. So it's certainly a lot. Your body is then uh, filled with those good feeling chemicals. That's science. So going to gratitude as a go-to when you're not feeling great about things, lonely. I I mean, like you said, the holidays bring up a sense of isolation for people. It brings up a sense of being alone, loneliness, and and people that don't have family. So how can you get grateful, right? If you don't have those things, mm. you, know, you start with the little things. You start with your fingers. You mm. start with your breath. You start with being in a body. You start with being able to breathe. When we're breathing, we're breathing in life. Mm. And we're exhaling it back. There's a communion with our life force in being human because we come from this formless form. Consciousness is when we don't have a body anymore, where do, what, what, where it is, what happens? We go back to the mystery. We go back to the unknown. We go back to the consciousness, mass consciousness out there in a formless form so now that we have a form we're in a form because as long as we have a body we're in a form sometimes we think the physical and the form and the physical life is more important or more real than the non-physical spiritual life but that's not so because every time we breathe in we're breathing in our invisible life force life form prana Yeah. Yes, exactly. Mm. So we have a romantic relationship between our soul and our human. Mm. Our soul embodies our human or our human embodies our soul. Who knows which is which, 
but we do know, or we think we know we're in a physical form. So we accept the fact because we can see it with one of our senses. That's why it's important when what happened to you on the road is you gave up an ego-directed directive that said, get mad at that person because he's a a, a whole whatever. And and look, he he, (laughs) beep, beep, and he cut me off. uh, uh, How dare he? How dare he? Who? He cut me off. Yeah. Like I'm the queen or I'm the whatever. This is my road. I'm the queen of the highway. Even Jim Morrison sang that song for me. He he cut me off. You know, when we let go of that and just mind our own business, drive our own car, be with our own thoughts, feel the state of gratitude, being able to drive a car, being having a car to drive being on the road, knowing you have a place to sleep in the next place, mm-hmm. and and all of those small things, we relax and mm-hmm. we get the chemicals that are good feeling chemicals instead of the uh, 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 which yeah. are the bad feeling chemicals. And who is it hurting? Us. Yeah. No, they, yeah, you think that guy cared? No. He don't care. So bad if he was aware that he cut you off by mistake. We do mm-hmm. it. And and it's so funny because right after that, um, I made room for a truck last minute, and the guy, you know, bl- blinked his lights to say thank you, and he made way for me when I needed it. Exactly. So there's these kind of movements on the road, and I always think about that. It's like a give and take, and then you have an idiot, and sometimes you have to use the horn. But to me, the horn is about hello, don't hit me, wakey wakey. It's and so if you look funny. at it that way, it's better, you know. And and it was funny because I really just went into Shelly mode. It was like, I just went, now, it, it was just that switch because you and I had just talked and I thought, well, let's yeah. try this, you know. And it takes a split second. Yeah, it but it, that means you're conscious. The adjustment. Yeah. Thinking when you all of a sudden become aware of it, when you know that you can change that energy, you become aware of it and then you get to have the gift of it happening so that you can do it. Yeah. It's like karmic too. And when, when you talk also about, um, you know, when all the negatives, like if you are alone over Thanksgiving, Christmas, Hanukkah, all these holidays, I want to kind of remind people, even though these are great reminders of togetherness, great messaging, the, uh, spiritual religious beliefs, um, family traditions, which are allowed to change, by the way, create new ones as well. As new members enter your family, make room for new traditions that might be really cool and be open-minded to those. Um, and if you don't see people on that specific day, who cares? Right. I just want to, you know, because Nancy and I are always in trouble for not being there on those specific dates because it travels, because of our right. work. But to me, it's, um, and yes, you miss some people or or maybe you're you're at that point of loss, sometimes it's really nice to celebrate on your own. I've done that and, and say, oh my gosh, I have an entire me day. When do we have a me day? And no matter how sad you're feeling or if you're grieving or something, it is like, what are you going to do for you? And so during the holidays, I think sometimes we have to take the negatives that we that are maybe not what society puts pressure, like Valentine's Day. All of that. New Year's. Oh, you must drink champagne. Maybe you don't like champagne. Yeah. What's wrong with you? No, I'm kidding. (laughs) But you don't need to do what society dictates. That's right. 
That's right. And, you know, I think about the homeless. Mm. How can a homeless person be grateful? What is a homeless person grateful for? What could a homeless person be grateful Mm. for? Well, again, if we go back to the simplicity that, okay, you're having this tough time. I mean, I, I know that that the people that live on the streets in India, I've been there, people live on the sidewalks with a little mm-hmm. shack. Mm-hmm. That's how they live. And they're, they have a little altar where they're mm-hmm. grateful to their altar. Whatever Baba, you know, mm-hmm. God, whatever deity that mm-hmm. they're, that they're grateful to and for. There's always something to be grateful for. Even our hands. If you look yes. at our hands, our hands are able to reach out. Our hands are able to receive. Our hands are be able to help other people by holding their hand. Our hands open doors. Our hands hold babies. Our hands garden. Our hands do mm-hmm. surgery. Our hands do so many things. Our mm. hands in and them of themselves we can be grateful to have hands. Mm-hmm. I would say the majority of humans have hands. Some people don't. And keep them open because if and you're always in a open. fist, you can't receive. That's right. You can't give, you can't receive. That's right. Exactly. And so the giving and the receiving are equally as important, by the way. It's equally as important to be able to give to somebody and be grateful to be able to give mm-hmm. as it is grateful to be able to receive Mm -hmm. most of the givers out there in the world are so equipped in giving that it's Mm -hmm. harder for them to receive than it is to give that is very true and it's almost shy to say thank you it's almost yes um, yes you know it's it's very interesting about that and i also want to go back to um those experiencing loss during the holidays and the grief grief has all those stages one of them is anger and that can show its face yeah but if you're feeling grief from loss, we can be grateful for you're feeling sad because you lost somebody close to you, whether even a pet, right? And a pet is, you know, family as far as we're concerned. Loss is, I mean, I cry with cars because they, I talk to them. You know, they, you know, you're saying grateful for your car taking, I talked to her. She's my buddy. And this, I'm that girl that I have. She is. Um, you take good care of her, and I always tell her, "You're going to go get new shoes today." Exactly. Da, da, da. You know, but exactly. but those when you lose someone, and and we've all experienced loss, and you're a death doula, isn't there also the point of being grateful for having those people, those furry loved ones, in our lives, or scaly loved ones, finned one loved ones? A hundred percent, honey. A hundred percent. The thing about loss and grief. And here's, here's the dichotomy on that one. Just like we have the, the good experiences and the quote, bad experiences or negative, positive, whatever duality you want to mm. say. When we feel loss, guess what that means? It means we got to love. Mm-hmm. We have the ability to love that deeply. Mm-hmm. That when that person or pet or anything that we love is gone, we feel lost because we have the ability to love. If we didn't have the ability to love, we wouldn't feel the loss. Exactly. Exactly. And that's even with breakups, right? Romantic breakups. 
Totally. Friendships. People ghost you. Hey, we just went through Halloween. On the Day of the Dead, if you get ghosted, well, you go, okay, you had a good time when it was a good time, and now it's not, and now it leaves you room for new. Right, right. That's- so part of that gratitude yeah. is is finding those areas in our life that make us human, that our spiritual being gets to have this human experience. Our soul is grateful to be able to experience being human. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, we wouldn't feel the things we feel. Mm-hmm. You are, there's only one unique you in the whole entire universe. There is another cool? person, entity that is like you in in the universe. Think of that. Yeah. So that's so- something to be grateful for. Your originality, you know, and also just, you know, think about being gratitude, like, you know, looking out in the world, in nature, you could be sad. Oh, it's snowing. It's too early to snow, you know, depending on where you live. But then it's like, oh, the ground's getting extra moisture that it may need. You know, I also feel like we should be grateful for our surroundings and grateful for positive things happening to our circle of life. Does that make sense? Absolutely. A hundred percent. Those are other ways to be grateful. Get yourself out in nature. Or, or you don't have to go so far. Even if you're in the city, there's a tree growing somewhere. There's a plant growing somewhere. Touch it, feel it, put your foot on the ground. Be grateful for your feet. Your mm. feet take you everywhere you want to go yep. in your life. Everywhere you want to go. And all you have to do is look down, see where your feet are planted, and you're into a new experience. Be mm. grateful for that. That's a beautiful thing. Be grateful for all the blessings that you've received in your life. And maybe they are far and few between because we didn't focus on being grateful. Mm-hmm. So we don't even recognize them as blessings. Just like to, when you were on the road and you had to pull over the the blessing of avoiding an accident. That's a huge one. That's huge. Huge. The, the the acceptance that this moment is exactly the way this moment is supposed to be and that and we get rid be grateful that we you're a, a language catcher that you catch words that keep you in a negative spin which mm-hmm. you know one of those words is should whenever we say should we set ourselves up for something icky to feel mm-hmm. because we feel guilty the should it brings on guilt there's no in my opinion, there's no redeeming quality to that mm-hmm. word because it's a setup word. So mm. be grateful that we're mindful enough, right? That we can shift and be aware and rechoose and have a different belief that runs us. When we believe certain limiting beliefs that make us feel bad, we get to be aware of those. Be grateful that you have conscience, consciousness. Be grateful. Exactly. That you be conscious. You know, some people aren't and okay. Yeah. Be grateful for them. Be grateful for all the different people who do all the different roles on the planet, the farmers, the workers, the truck drivers, every single person contributes to our way of living. Every that's, single person. We are all connected. And I think that's the thing. It's, it helps, helps to temper down reactionary things. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. reactionary attitudes. And, you know, when, like I said, when people get together, I think over COVID, everybody was like, okay, the Zoom, at least we should be grateful we had Zoom over exactly. the COVID, right? 
But yeah. now everyone can get back together. Some maybe not, but, um, you know, to be able to do that, and that's what I'm saying, maybe be grateful that you can do that, even if one of your family members is as annoying as heck. Right. I kind of look at it as that's your comedy channel. Just, right. you know, just kind of make it, make it fun. You know, yes. don't, don't yes. let yourself go there because it's not worth it. Right. And who hurt, who or who was hurt by it? When we get upset, when we get angry, when we get reactive and we stay there, not to say mm-hmm. it's not okay to have those things because we're, yeah, yeah. we're going to feel them. It's how long do we want to dwell there? How long do we want to live there? How long do we want to let those chemicals like cortisol and, and, and all of those negative feelings? Oh, no. Cortisol makes our belly go round. Yes. Yes. I don't oh. like it. Gee, I wonder why. I better I better look at that. Okay. Oh, hey. Now, speak. Okay. So I know it's Thanksgiving coming up. I want to yeah. know, you know, um, you've got your your wonderful oh, book yes. that people should know. Yeah. What? I know. Uh, what do you bring to the table? So what would you say from the, it's yummy. What do you bring to the table? It's all about living a yummy, delicious life, right? Exactly. Um, and there are recipes in here. Yep. You can make for the fall and there. Oh, look Ooh, at the there's chocolate that chocolate cake. cake. You know, we like that. There's what would you cake. recommend for this? I, I would buy this book and do the, uh, um, the well done by by Shelly's book. Ding, ding, yeah. ding. Do yourself a favor. And I would make this recipe here. I would make the butternut squash ginger carrot soup. Ooh, that sounds good for a table. And it is perfect for fall. It's perfect Mm. and yummy, delicious. And then I would make, along with that, this yummy, delicious grilled garlic bread grilled cheese sandwiches. Oh, we like that. Oh, I know it's not on the healthiest list, but it's comfort food when you want to you help. know speaking of that we're, we're um in tucson with our dear friends who take our mail and everything and we're taking care of their sweet dog and nice. i was really good to talk about gratitude to be back with friends and you know yes. they're like family and they are both into cooking she's an amazing and just amazing oh, love um, with her. she gets all excited because she wants to feed you and she you know make you know you have this well i'm gonna do this very conscious about everyone's dietary concerns yes and then uh jeff he bakes sourdough that's his big deal oh and so like this these, when someone crafts these things it, like these oh. delicious oh my gosh it's like a whole different thing when someone makes homemade bread or something homemade as a gift yeah. i think that we we forget those things you don't always have yeah. to go to the store and right it's yeah, just something special a, a, a tin of cookies or cake or or something for someone it's always well there first of all it's an act of love mm-hmm. and, so, and when when we're doing those kind of things and you know I love to cook and bake and do all of those wonderful things when we do that we get to think about the person like when I go buy a gift I think of that person I feel that person and then I look yeah. what feels like that person what feels like something they would love to have most of the time it's what I would love to have. And if I would love to have it, they would love to have it. See, exactly. I would rather want to buy it for myself, but I, you know, or I'll leave, you know, whatever. But it's having that level of gratitude towards the people. That's another level in relationships. 
to be grateful for the relationships we do have. Mm-hmm. I'm so grateful for the relationship I have with my family. My daughter, my son-in-law is just a beautiful human being. My three delicious, yummy, delicious grandchildren. I love, love, love them. My friends are yummy, delicious. I just feel so grateful mm-hmm. to have those kind of people in my life. Yeah. Good I think it is. And you, you know, it's like everyone has like, oh, a hundred friends, maybe two friends. Doesn't matter. Be grateful for every single one of them. Don't, you know, society has these stupid rules that we put up. And I say we just get rid of them because yeah. they're these negative, like, this is how it is. No, yeah. it's not. It's like having a homeowners association dictate yeah. your life. You know, that's why right. never buy the homeowners. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Well, it's also doing this. Remember this one? Oh, oh, she's got remote control. Cause you know, I love symbols. The remote control symbolizes giving your power or your way of life to someone else. Mm, no. And letting them say and dictate what they think you mm. should live. There mm. you go. That's yeah. where should comes in when other people say, oh, you shouldn't be doing that. You should be doing this. You should be doing that. You should, you should, you should. When you hear that, who, whose should is it? Who's, well, yeah. Who's As idea transfer- of living your life is it? Yeah. As a transformation coach, um, a lot of times are you, because I know you've got a lot of people going online and they've, there's courses on there that people can download and do. Um, in private, but then you also work with people one-on-one as a transformation coach. Yes. When you are working with people, I know men and women, right? Um, is a lot of it, you know, in South Africa, there's this thing called load shedding and it's about taking your electricity off, which is not a fun thing, right? But, um, you know, they do that just because they're running out of electricity. And so all suddenly throughout the day, sorry, no electricity for you. Too bad you bought oh. a freezer full of food, you know. But um, load shedding, I was thinking about this with you. It's like, how many times are when you are talking to your clients, is it about should shedding? (laughs) You have to say that 10 times real quick. That's right. Shedding shedding these feathers that you think you should have because society or maybe your parents or previous bosses have told you you should. And you're living the you shoulds from everybody else versus the should, could, want to do in your soul, like, you know, I, sh- I should do this because it's going to make me happy. You know, there's a should, could is more positive. Want to, going to, woo, no. like the want to, and I want, want to, to, and will. Going to. It's like when people say, have you been here? I go, not yet, because I want to go everywhere. It doesn't mean I'm going to get there, but exactly. darn it, put it on the list. Let's go. I don't okay. care. Let's go. Let It's a yet. Right. Exactly. So keep it in the active. But how is that a lot of what you do as a coach? Because I'm thinking about, you know, everybody going Thanksgiving, going to the holidays, and we're already thinking, oh, we should do those New Year's resolutions. Here right, we go right. again. Yes. But let, how about looking at gratitude as the start of turning a new leaf? We're still in fall, so we can do that. Um, wouldn't you say that's a, a good way? Is that what happens with the, with the coaching? Yes. Um, when I'm mentoring and coaching people, what I help them focus on is the mindset and shifting the mindset and not shooting all over themselves. Cause I say, are you shooting? You're shooting all over yourself. And when you should all over yourself, it, it's like a blanket of 
expectation, uh, but a judgment. It carries a negative condemnation to it. If you don't do what you should do, if you mm-hmm. don't do it, then what? Then, then you're, it's like blasphemy or something. You just feel right. like I should go see this person, but I'm not going to see this person because I don't have time to see this person, but I should see them. But then if you don't see them, you feel guilty for not seeing them. But you either want to see them, make time to see them, or you don't. And Mm. and you want to, we all want to do a lot of things, but we have this notion called physical time. So we have kind of, it's limited. In our physical realm, physical time is limited. In the spiritual realm, Spiritual time is right here, right now. Every single thing is happening simultaneously. Even the experiences you shared with me on the road, that's happening right now when you're talking about it. Mm -hmm. It's it's in the parallel universe of happening. Spiritual time is now, and it encompasses everything, past, present, future, all of it, because that's Mm. all we have is now. That's it. We don't know what's going to happen in the next breath. Or in the next moment. We don't really know. We do know what is happening right now. Or so we think we know what's happening right now. And that is we're having a conversation back and forth. And we get to talk about gratitude. I'm grateful we even get to talk about those. I things. know. That's right. I'm grateful somebody even cares about it. And I get to see your face. It. <laughs> yeah. I get to see Shelly. You know? Yeah. I'm lucky. So that's- I'm lucky too. I, You know, I'm just going to walk around going... I want to be lucky. <laughs> that's it. That's it. Exactly. That's the way to be. That's the way to be. Yeah. I love it. I, you know, it's um, moving forward. And we talked, uh, your article talks about how to start a gratitude journal, which you were talking about. And um, looking back, you talk about reminisce the sweet blessings you have received. Yeah. And uh, you talk about relationships, mental health, a lot of what we've covered today, but yeah. reminisce. Um, I think that is something to also look at because a lot of times we look at our past and it's like, ying, 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 ying. But we should look at our past and, and really think about what have we achieved it as well. Like we're getting towards that end of the year, you know, be grateful for the experiences you've had this year, even, even, right. just, you know, right. Relive and the them. growth and the growth and the, mm-hmm. and the learning of life. I mean, I'm a total 100%, 1000% student of life. Yeah. I have been curious, interested, passionate about the study of the human spiritual relationship and dynamic my entire life, ever since I was a child. So I'm the consummate professional student of life. I will always be a student of life. There will always be something new to learn and always be something new to teach. And so as I'm a teacher, I'm also a student. And I learn Mm -hmm. from my students and I learn from you every day. And I learn from everybody in life about something. So I am the proverbial student and I'm also the proverbial teacher. When I get messages that I get to learn from, I'm going to share them with other people. Where these messages come from is this universal consciousness. It's like a big Christmas tree. We can just keep plucking things off of it. That's right. And we're either tapped in there and conscious of this other dimension other than the three-dimensional world, which is fourth, fifth, and beyond, But when we're conscious of those dimensions, those dimensions bring in a different dimension into this 3D experience. If we get stuck with the first three dimensions, 
then we limit ourselves to maybe two thirds of who we are. We, we let go of two other, th- two, two, two three fifths of who we are. Excuse me, three fifths of who we are. I don't even want fractions. I just want yeah. to go all the way. Exactly. You can't so we be lucky be a- if you don't go all the way. That's we got to go all the way. I like that too. <laughs> Let's go all the way. Why not? Why not? <laughs> Hysterical. When oh, you- I love that. And the other thing I just learned the uh, this morning, I think it was when I woke up at four thirty, listening to um, John Asaroff has these fa- this fabulous app called Inner Size, which I love the word. I think it's brilliant. Mm, I think that's great. Brilliant, and their meditations and their affirmations and their information about brain science. And I'm mm. passionate about studying brain science, and so. One of the things I learned by one of his guests, and I forgot his name, and please excuse me for forgetting his name, but he said one of the wonderful things that we get to do, and I like to phrase it, I like to phrase it that way, is to go back to a memory that is pretty shitty in our childhood and reframe it. Make that memory into something you would have liked it to be. Because he said, and and Joe Dispenza says this too, is half our memories are lies. Half our memories aren't even true. Mm. So if that's true, interesting. And make it our, we can co-create. Then let, Why then not? We create the memory into something we would have wanted it to be instead of the way we remember it to be. Now that's actually quite interesting because like Nancy and I go back on some things and she'll go, no, it happened this well. I'll go, no, no, I'm the younger person. I know. She goes, no, you don't. Exactly. We always have these little bickers. It's funny, but she, she says, no matter what, I mean, we could have something happen yesterday and both of us had a different experience. Right. You know, and so we'll have a different memory of what's been done and it is up to us. Okay. Are we going to let this nag at us for the rest of our life or are we going to go, all right, maybe it wasn't that great, but do we have to live in it? I don't want to live in the same dirty house if I don't have to kind of thing. You know, I want a pretty house, you know, I love that. I love what you're talking about. One thing I'm fascinated, and I think we should do a show on this, if if you're game. Certainly. Brain, the brain, the power of the brain. What's fascinating oh, yes. to me is about Oh, God, I love it. Let's, let's do it. Like, yeah. um, you know, do it for New Year. Like, let's gear up our brain oh, yeah, for yeah, New yeah. Year. Hey, we'll do yeah, that in September. Yeah, I'm all good. Yeah, because okay. these ancient civilizations of humankind, like yes. human erectus, which I think is a funny name. Sorry, I'm, I'm still a child. But okay. You know, if you look at their brains, all these, um, you know, are, are different stages of evolution of the human being, right? And now they're finding we're connected to mushrooms and trees and all these things, right? Our right. DNA is shared with them, which proves everything is connected, right? Um, but there's, what's fascinating is you can't think that back then they weren't using their brain because look at, look at, you know, this, the, look at the pyramids of Egypt and things like that and how tools were created and, and all of that. Right. So that's, what's fascinating to me is we have all of these things, but their brain size and human as humans were tinier, their brain size was smaller than ours. And we're still stuck in this mystery of how they did things. So Mm. I'm fascinated about that. And then the fact that, all these ancient civilizations were always into psychedelics. So mm-hmm. we're always, I believe that's all about getting into the spiritual realm of something mm-hmm. of going beyond the shell that we have, the vessel that we're in the right. body. 
Right. So right. anyway, I take that for your that. trippiness when you have mushrooms at Thanksgiving. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I yeah, that. I mean, how, you know, so that kind of goes with what you're saying about our bodies versus the spirit and soul. Does it matter how big our heads are versus like the brain? Some of the size of the brains are a size. They were talking about this one lady, Luna, I think her name. Oh, I'm getting her name wrong. Um, they found in her brain, she's at 300,000 years old partial human being thing, right? I'm going to get it wrong, but her brain is the size of an orange, yet they did these extraordinary things that have placed us to where we are now. We couldn't have all these things we've created. That's what our talent is, as human beings, is this creativity of building things, right? We wouldn't have been able to do that without building off of our ancient, and I mean ancient ancestors. So if their brains were that small, it doesn't mean they were stupid. So here we are with bigger brains. Does that mean we're smarter? Not necessarily. I had a theory. I had a theory about that. Okay. So let's say it was the size of an orange, right? But maybe they used 95% capacity of that. We are only using 5% capacity of our brain. And we're full maybe of shit. The, the size of an orange. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, I did stuff I mean, like this. Like, let's trip out, girl. This is fun. <laughs> I mean, yeah, because the size of an orange, maybe they used it to capacity or near capacity. Mm-hmm. They used more of it and we're using less of it. And it's the same size as as the orange. Ooh, this is fun. It okay. is. Okay. It is. This is fun. All right. So I'm looking forward to the next. You know, yeah, this is cool. Too. We've got. Well, we can talk about this uh, machine that I bought, too, called a Mendy. And it's a way it's a, you put it on your forehead and there's ultra uh there's infrared light on the inside of this thing and it um you watch this thing on an app and it increases the blood flow in your frontal cortex of your brain. Ooh. I like it. It's like neuro like it. it's neuro uh you know biofeedback that it's neurofeedback. Oh, I see I like that. AD and D, ADHD and all of that anxiety bipolar all that stuff. Yeah. Let's do this. Let's yeah. do this. Okay. Cool. Everyone, ShellyWizen.com is the website. Always fun with Shelly. The links are all in the show notes, no matter whether you're watching on YouTube, listening on Shelly's podcast channel on ACAST, Spotify, any of those places. Um, and also you can read her articles on BlendRadioandTV.com and also in big weekly Blend magazine. Shelly is here every first Sunday to kick off the month. So let's be grateful. We're yeah. grateful for you, Shelly. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you so much, Lisa. Really, this is such fun. a joy and such a pleasure and so much fun. I'll never look at an orange the same. <laughs> look at it. it even has those little dents in it. Yeah, it does. <laughs> when you open it, it kind of looks like a brain, all the, the things. Yeah. It does. <laughs> all right. Funny. You take care. I will. You too. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Thank you for listening to Big Blend Radio's Soul Diving Sunday show featuring transformational life coach Shelly Wizen. Follow Shelly at ShellyWizen.com. Follow us at BigBlendRadio.com.